Well, hello and welcome to Mike's Isle Podcast, episode 169 for the 15th of April, 2018. Well, welcome to uh, this week's podcast. Uh, slightly more posts, I think, than last week. That was a swift 10 minutes, but it, it took uh, an extra day to get uh, posted up due to my um, missing pressing the publish on the uh, WordPress uh, plugin. It uh, allows me to do a preview and uh, then... In the rush to get that done and published, I uh, didn't do the publishing bit. So thanks to Gavin for reminding me about that. And I've added an extra check in large letters here after the preview. Make sure you do the publish and check. So I'm back on my uh, regular studio setup. Um, I wasn't sure really that um, new USB microphone. I uh, need to listen back on a couple of different devices to see uh, how how the uh, tones come out. Uh, that's uh, using on the laptop. Um, and compared with uh, the, the plug-in mic uh, that I'd used previously when I was travelling. And what does our lab do for me? Uh, slots starting straight off. Uh, Faye was asking about uh, borrowing if anyone had a laser tape measure that I could borrow. And indeed Ian had one and was able to lend it. Um, I'm going to be knock- looking at some properties. I want to get accurate measurements of the room, she says. A normal tape measure isn't working in some of the rooms. And of course, they are. Uh, estate agents all use uh, laser uh, measures but they also make sure they get the uh, maximum distance if there's an alcove or something for instance rather than necessarily the usable space and i posted a link i went to the university ready great debate i think i mentioned it on a podcast and they were talking about engineering the food chain about uh, using robot farm equipment sort of small the sort of ride-on mower-sized devices rather than huge manufacturing plants, which are often seen as harvesting machines. Um, one of the ideas being that it, uh, it reduces the compaction of the soil to, to nothing, less than to somebody walking on it. And so the requirement for uh, deep ploughing is uh, eliminated because uh, that comes from the compaction and it allows the worms to do the aeration of the soil and they're much more effective at it. So that was one of the things. But also they were talking about urban farming. And uh, then, yeah, the urban farming company that uh, ran for a few years, a salad production plant in London in uh, sort of units, and uh, is now moving on to uh, learning from that uh, to do a fish aponics. And they were particularly interesting. And the videos are all up now. And I've got a link to the IET uh, video channels it's done as a whole series of different videos and yes certainly i think they're, they're well worth um, watching and then there's also one that includes all the questions uh, i was put in question about uh, john deere and open source and some of the uh, uh, opportunities for open source but the reply came back really that uh, they see the robot farming being offered as a service uh, to uh, farms as opposed to uh, something that uh, would be provided that would allow them to maintain and develop their own robot side of things. So I guess there's two separate sides. It must be an open source robot farming initiative as well. And Luke has been working on a new workbench. It was mentioned uh, in the posts a few weeks back that it was a work in progress and was going to take up a bit of space downstairs and would people bear with him. And he's posted pictures of the result. So an excellent-looking workbench um, made out of oak sleepers that he says Arthur and he picked up in the autumn, making it 
make it involve a wide range of tools, milling the sleepers on the mitre, table saw and bandsaw, dimensioning the parts on the plane thicknesser and table saw, cutting the joinery on the bench mortiser, drill press, table saw and router table. A lot of help was provided. He's giving thanks to Arthur David Derrick, who made the handle for the vice. And uh, you can see that there in the picture. Ian, Rob, Steve and Toby. So he says, uh, please use other more sacrificial benches for dog, uh, jobs that would like to damage the surface or put a, a sacrificial uh, panel down on it. Um, also, the, uh, Jefferson asking about dog holes, which is a new term to me, but I think it's there, those uh, holes that you use for putting, and certainly I had them in my uh, Black & Decker workbench, for putting um, movable parts uh, in the, in the case of the uh, workbench, in the case of the Black & Decker, it uh, has two panels that move in and become a, a giant vice, which you can adjust angles. In this case, it doesn't have that, but you might want to hold things down. So they're the dog holes, and in fact, they're going to use a forging um, to forge some uh, brackets to, they call them, hold fasts um, for holding things. So, and uh, Luke says, yes, they are planned, but the holes haven't been drilled yet. That's a question of deciding where they are. So excellent pictures, an excellent project, and a great example of uh, what can be achieved with tools making tools. And there's news about the uh, laser cutter finally being moved. Uh, some preparation was done a couple of weeks ago with a vent hole uh, on the opposite side where the small laser used to be in the room and the large laser. Now the small laser is gone, the large laser will be moved over and located on that side. So it will vent more directly to the outside. It can take a couple of days and was started yesterday and they hope to uh, complete it uh, today and call the electrics was in place, etc. So that's uh, out of action just as today. So once you hear the podcast, I'm sure it'll be back in action. Um, but uh, people are very keen to get back using it. And indeed, Stefan, a new member, welcome Stefan, uh, is keen to be inducted on the laser to using with his projects. So a welcome Stefan. And Alex has uh, resurrected a thread from last year about purchasing tools and added about getting a crimp tool, a universal one, not the £300 Molex, not the £10 cheapie from China, but uh, one in between from Rapid posts a picture of the sort of thing he's thinking of. There's not a reply about getting that uh, and getting that ordered. Uh, hopefully that's been done because I think a crimp tool, a universal crimp tool is a, a very valuable thing. Don't use it very often, but when you're doing crimps, then... The correct tool for the job makes the crimp so much better. And one of the areas I often mention is that uh, not only uh, is the Google group a place for communicating with the majority of members who, who follow it, although sometimes you find it a bit noisy, um, but also for other Hackspace members around the uh, world, really. And uh, Anzir is an example saying we're building a kinetic sculpture to illustrate two quantum physics phenomena, energy states in atoms and gravi gravitational waves. We are rebuilding and improving the sculpture at the moment and we need to recut the tabletop. It is uh, two meters in diameter, but we're making it in pieces at Leeds Hackspace as the project is based in Bradford. Anyway, he goes on to talk about the sizing and can reading help. Uh, there's some suggestions come from 
uh, different members about ways it might uh, be done in, in parts uh, using uh, a router and uh, uh, also about possible other uh, places. Apparently they had uh, sent it away to be worked on and they cut it the wrong size with a large laser. It sounds unfortunate. And uh, finally Richard points that uh, yes, agrees at Nottingham and a few other UK hack spaces, a zero size laser cutters. And if you were buying an acrylic sheet, it may be sensible to get the supplier to cut it uh, into a disc and uh, talks about the plasticshop.co.uk uh, Perspex discs laser cut uh, phase. So that's a, a useful link. Uh, and I think this is a this actually is an example of one of the things that I'll come to later, perhaps the elephant in the uh, in the podcast this week about uh, directories of, of services where people can uh, inter interoperate and have knowledge of tools and facilities available in other hack spaces, and uh, that seems to be an example of where it would be valuable if it's maintained and accurate. And Ian F. Uh, us a virus site called BidSpotter to an auction that's going on with the contents of a college um, motor vehicle department. I guess it's that time of year where uh, uh, courses are finishing and uh, not necessarily being uh, restarted, uh, but the, uh, the new uh, term in the autumn. And it includes Formula One, car, bikes, go-karts, spray booths, a whole load of other stuff, including looks interesting things like the mobile fume extraction uh, for welding. And that, that looks something of interest. I think the current bid was £200. Uh, so that's something that might be of interest. The auction finishes on the 19th, so it's still a couple of days for people to get some bids in. Um, no particular reply from, from anyone on that, but uh, certainly looks as though it ought to be. He posted that on on the 11th, I'm sure there's things that would be of interest uh, to the space. Um, so uh, be, be interested. So there's still a bit of time. Say so we're 15th day, it's going to be 19th. Uh, that particular part of the auction finishes, although other parts have finished earlier. So if you want to check it out, have a look at Tool Auctions Apprentice Training Workshop. And Tony uh, posted up a picture of the uh, bathroom sink with complaints that seem to be some blood on it. Um, I thought it was probably red paint, but it sounds uh, as though he investigated more closely and said it's not on to leave it that way. Um, I'm getting a, a no entry sign for the, for the picture um, on this one, so perhaps they uh, don't like the uh, the colour of the uh, of the blood and uh, have correctly says, do we need to restock the bleeding control kit? Um, well, obviously, there's a, a comprehensive first aid um, kit in the space and eye wash facilities in the uh, main room in case things get spilt. So um, have, as a paramedic uh, has been really improving that side of, of things in this part of the induction. And I think this is a post posted on behalf of Pete from the uh, Repair Cafe, if he's the same fellow I'm thinking of, who does the uh, sharpening of tools at the Repair Cafe using a variety of good quality uh, sharpening. Not stones as such, but those are special um, things that have um, carbide in, inserts in them and as various types of tools. He says, I'm sharpening tools at Carisham Garden Courts on the 21st of April uh, to help support Econet, a local conservation group. Um, it raised £70 for them last year. Uh, it's a bit full on. For a man of my senior years, the high blood pressure, he says, I could really use some help. I was wondering if um, anyone, including Steve the Forge, might be interested um, in getting some sharpening hours. Uh, they're all generally 
gardening tools so he's asking for a contact and uh yeah steve the forge i think is our steve and uh he got in contact so but also it's worth noting Caversham court gardens on the 21st of april 10 till 3 helping support econet local conservation groups uh, look up a bit more information about them i think Caversham court's the uh, place just on the other side of the river uh, where they have events uh, overlooking the river uh, sometimes uh, during the summer uh, it's also actually the um, hack iot uh, day so that's friday and uh, friday evening and saturday uh, up at the new reading university science park building uh, with eagle labs um, being there i haven't been there myself um, but i do plan to get involved in that uh, next week talking about that next thursday we've also got the merle lights i'm looking for some people uh, to come and help man the stand while i'm uh, doing a talk i'm talking about the beatbox project from last year which will become the test bed project for this year had a, a couple of volunteers uh, on off the uh, off the thread itself but if anyone is able to come and join uh, even to do maybe an hour in the evening uh, get a chance to have a look about and join in with the event which is always very interesting the uh, digital late event uh, lots of things there's virtual reality there's uh, 3d printing um, and we've got a, a small uh, table uh, to talk about what we do at our lab and today is the repair cafe so i shall i'm getting this podcast done posted up before i go over and help out at risk this uh, this time and uh, mark m says is it all right if i bring my camera along to see if it can be repaired uh, or is it just for non-members and uh, uh, it's helping both ways or even just coming eating cake and drinking tea and being sociable so um, all those things risk is uh, next to great expectations um, and you can find a location for it on open street map link that Stuart has posted under repair cafe this Sunday and another in the uh, what does our lab do for me side uh, Lorelei says I'm Lorelei and I make laser cut jewellery you may have seen me come with my suitcase full of acrylic sheets I've been using the laser cutter at our lab since January last year and it has been amazing for my business I have even been able to offer every design to my customers in colours of their choice and uh, as well as making custom designs and even portraits of their people of people's pets as jewellery uh, next month I am taking a big step in this adventure we call life and relocating to Sheffield rent is way cheaper up north it is the greenest city in england and they have so much going for in terms of art culture and music however it means i will no longer have a 10 minute no longer be a 10 minute walk from a laser cutter um she says i've got a indiegogo campaign can have a look at uh, and there's a link to that at uh, igg.me uh, slash at slash lorelei laser i'm not sure whether the uh, capitalization is important but if you are I uh, want to have a have a look at Laser Lorelei and the big relocation. But it also brings out a couple of um, couple of points. Somebody says that there is a hack space at, at uh, Sheffield, but they only have a small laser cutter. But maybe you know part of her campaign would be to help upgrade their laser cutter. Although that's not one of the suggestions here. There are suggestions about where you could buy uh, a, a new imported laser with upgraded optics um, from a company called Daisy Moon um in wales apparently which is interesting information and also uh 
Richard saying make sure that you budget for a good filter but fume extraction unit um, could be up to a thousand pounds additional cost which is yeah, quite significant something that uh, isn't necessarily seen as as being the most productive but is a necessary thing so yeah a couple of interesting points in that thread um, and uh, as Tom says it's great to uh, great to see a business uh, developing again it's one of the things that uh, our lab is doing and uh, the spin-offs there that's great and when I was in at the space this week uh, Steve was printing a new gear um, which an adjuster and I think it was the one for this planar uh, thicknesser um, Luke says that uh, it's the infeed table has been damaged it's not possible to set the machine to work properly or safely um, so no maybe this is a different one the problem is that the edge of the infeed table next to the cutter has been deformed so uh, I wonder when that happened uh, it seems as though um, they don't know about how that happened uh, makes me wonder about things like uh, potential uh, nails or something in bits of wood which can be a problem I know often people scan over them with a metal detector before doing things like a thicknessing because that, uh, that any, any small piece of metal or something that was put in a tree maybe many years before it was harvested um, will, will come out bird boxes and signs being nailed to trees in forests uh, are known to be a problem for people with chainsaws for example oh right i think it may be the table saw that the uh, gear and the gear was being printed using the uh, carbon fiber um, filament uh, for the 3d printer so it'd be interesting to see how strong it turns out i think that was the first time uh, steve had actually printed something that uh, needed to be used in anger it's not a chain that runs all the time but it's apparently an adjustment uh, gear and the problem was that the chain was slightly slack and so a slightly larger gear uh, was is thought to be the a solution and the last post there from just uh, yesterday is that uh, with the help of Ian, Rob, Rupert, Steve and Toby, this table saw has been serviced and is good to go again. Of course, I post some having a clear out of some bits of electronics I no longer need or want. I don't want any money for them, but we'd be happy if people feel appropriate to put something in the honesty box for our lab, a four terabyte cloud NAS, which was obtained in error. I don't recall the password, so we need to work around that. A Firebox audio interface. Firewire audio interface for connecting instruments and microphones to computers. Hmm, sounds interesting, although I don't. Do I have Firewire on here? Hmm, I think I may or may not. Um, and a Dan Electro Wasabi delay pedal, an effects pedal for electric guitars. And he posts some pictures of the devices. Alex claims the NAS. <laughs> and uh, Mr. E says, damn, I should have, I knew I should have been faster. And Pavfu's into the music side, asks about the uh, pedal. Maybe that still leaves the, uh, what is it, the Firebox audio in face. No, looking at it, I have an analog input and I have a display port output, which is what I was thinking of. Um, Firewire is the standard for, for Macs. I need to check my other laptop. And maybe, the, uh, maybe one of the desktops I'm running Linux on might be suitable. And the first of the uh, Forge workshops uh, went ahead yesterday, and I think there's another one today. They both have been full, and people are looking forward to further workshops. I know uh, Steve said he was going to be away. Um, actually, there's two Steves in the group. I have to sort out, uh, yeah, which, which Steve is which. Um, Steve R and just Steve. Well, um, and Stephen, indeed. Stephen says, uh, thanks, uh, Steve and Luke, uh, for 
I have made a great homemade knife. Was it space made, hack made, or lab made? And certainly handmade. And uh, Carl says the same. Thank, uh, thank you. Really pleased with my new knife. Andy says I didn't quite get to finish my knife today. Um, went off to enjoy the sunshine instead. Hope to pop back tomorrow to complete it. That would be today. The forge is very well constructed and a useful addition to the space. I'm looking forward to more hammering soon. Thanks to Steve and Luke for the informative and well-prepared tuition. And that's a, a true compliment coming from Andy. And uh, Stuart says, if you missed the first Reading Missing Mapathon, we are running it again this month, the 17th of April and 15th of May. And puts links to the Eventbrite. Still tickets available. Um, I think tickets, yeah, tickets are free. The Missing Maps, Maps Project aims to map the world's most vulnerable communities, areas that were affected by natural disaster, poverty, epidemics and other crises. Through remote mapping and feedback with local volunteers, we aim to put 200 million people on the map by 2021. We will help you get started in mapping, but you will need to bring your own laptop and a mouse is essential. The software will be compatible with Linux, Mac and Windows. Free tasty nibbles, good coffee and other beverages. Vegans are no problem. We will be, there will be full instructions. There will be addictive map making. And we would like to thank Aziz's and Worklife for the sponsors. And that's at the Worklife building. It's the white building down on the uh, Kings Road in Reading. He also says, I've done a blog post about why people ask that question. And uh, under stuartward.wordpress.com, you can find it there. And finally, um, as I mentioned, an, an elephant, and the elephant is the urban manufacturing hub. So I uh, got involved uh, a, a couple of weeks ago being asked um, about a project uh, that we put up for some EU funding to be the third leg city uh, for this uh, initiative to do upcycling, bringing crafters, makers, artists uh, together, uh, providing a space for them to, to work. And maybe that space could be hosted somewhere, such as, as our lab or elsewhere but uh, the, the the general idea was just to be this initial uh, leg um, and to develop a plan around that uh, the funding sort of went up and down as the got different people involved the lead organizers are the digital catapult and we have a contact at the digital catapult who was uh, bigging up what Reading has been doing and when they saw this they thought it would be a really good place and links in with some other innovation schemes about improving what's going on along the Thames Valley Reading N4 corridor uh, with um, Crossrail and various things coming into play. I've tried to revitalise what we're seeing as when I moved here uh, 20 odd years ago uh, as a Silicon Valley of the UK. Um, it's lost a lot of that uh, uh, glamour, a lot moved to uh, Silicon Roundabout in London. Anyway, it's something that I thought was a really good idea, and I thought that uh, our lab and um, our maker members should be uh, strongly involved with it. And I th expected that there would be a uh, little controversy about it. Well, it turned out to be quite true. Uh, there is uh, two schools of thought, and uh, they came. Unfortunately, the, uh, we come in right at the end of the uh, bidding process, and so time very limited to uh, get what uh, was requested as a letter of support being organised by uh, Fab City, 
um, a, a group in London already established, and also in Barcelona and Aarhus in Denmark. Um, so anyway, I put up the, the aims that have been pulled together from uh, discussion on a mailing list from the other uh, groups in the, around in Reading, such as uh, Jelly, uh, the Bike Kitchen, who are still looking for premises, and so uh, were a good candidate for maybe hosting uh, the, the the whole of the urban manufacturing hub, as it came to be called. Of course, what is one of those? And that is one of the questions. Um, the goals, the three main goals, are listed, and uh, as to what this part of the bid is about. And you'll see from the 54 posts that came through this week. In some ways, of course, it, it uh, goes into what I said about only doing a weekly podcast and things come and go within that time, um, which is a, a disadvantage of it. And it's also a disadvantage if you only get a weekly summary. Um, but uh, in this case, it's somewhat unavoidable. Um, basically, the uh, letter has, has gone in as a letter of support from uh, a subset of, of members. And we've got to wait and see in October whether... Reading has been selected uh, with strong candidates um, and in the meantime really working out exactly how such money could be or what an urban manufacturing hub could be uh, doing and bringing that together. Maybe whether or not the, the, the funding is available obviously wouldn't have a, necessarily the same building and that would obviously be one of the things. So follow that. Um, I hope I haven't up set too many people although i did get quite a lot of a uh, criticism personally about it hopefully we the good will outweigh that side of things so for now this is uh, mike the b signing off